welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend Slim Rev, a.k.a. Joshua Ezzy. What's good, BD? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's another day. It's another podcast. We're here to kill it. Man, you're like Mr. Rogers on the weekend, man. Hey, man. You know, I'm lounging around the house. All right. I've got my pajama pants on and we're just relaxed. We're just taking it easy. It's kind of cloudy. It's kind of rainy. It was a pretty bad storm last night. So, you know, just around the house B. Around the house B. Hey. Ain't nothing like that good quarantine life, man. I think they lifted some of the bands, bro. But I'm still waiting on that gym band to be lifted up, bro. That's the that's the only thing I'm waiting on, man. Like I, all the other stuff is cool. Let me know when the gym's open. Um, so I don't know. But other than that, it's cool, man. I mean, you know, I can't complain anymore, man. I I'm I'm starting to get used to it now. Like it's been so long now that I'm kind of used to it, and it's gonna be kind of weird when I actually have to go back. And I think that's probably all a part of the plan. But I'll leave that to my own my own thoughts. I'm sure you've got your conspiracies on it, it and, and that that's cool. That's awesome. Oh yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get started with the podcast. Um, before we do, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. If you haven't done so already, and you enjoy the Good Guys podcast, you enjoy the content that we're putting out, please consider hitting that subscribe button okay and hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know whenever we drop new content okay we try to drop every wednesday around noon um so definitely tune in to the good guys podcast and hit that subscribe button okay if you like the videos smash the like button that helps youtube uh know that you're enjoying the content and push it out to more people so more people can know about the good guys podcast help us out here on the Good Guys Podcast, all right? And hop in the comments uh, so we can interact with you guys about whatever it is that we're talking about this week. And we've got a good episode. We've got a great topic, and we are ready to roll. J.E., are you ready? Let's rock. All right. We're going to start, as we customarily do, with the weekly hearing of grievances. And I've got one today. Um, That's important. It's important as the as the quarantine bans are lifted and we're able to start, you know, kind of getting out of the house again. All right. This is an important topic, especially for those in relationships, marriages or relationships. And it's something that needs to be discussed because I think I don't think this is just um, a me thing. I think this is something that uh, men everywhere uh, deal with when they're driving all right so for me and this might not be everybody but for me when it comes to you know our our excursions as a family when we're driving all right when we're going somewhere there's only one person who's gonna drive okay and that's me all right now, you know, I I don't want to say I'm a control freak. I, I wouldn't go that far. But here's my thing. I feel like if something's going to happen to the family, 
It's going to be on my watch, right? I feel like that's my... Pro- the, the Bible talks about we're supposed to protect and we're supposed to provide, right? So, so one of, you know, if we're driving, there's a chance you could get in a wreck, a fatal wreck even. So I feel like it's my job, it's my responsibility <clears throat> to be behind the wheel of that car, to have my family's fate in my hands, and that's my responsibility, right? So I'm going to be driving, but what happens sometimes, J.E., um, you know, when we're going places, I normally have a pretty good idea of where we're going, right? Yeah. You know, normally either I know where we're going, either I've got it put in the GPS, or I've got the third and most important, you know, tool that I believe God has given us as men to properly navigate our families on the on, on the actual road and even the road of life, J.E. Oh, that's a word, B.D., that's a word. He's given us man instinct, okay? So, so even if, even if I don't have it in the GPS, even if, even if, you know, we've never been to this place before, there's a lot of times that man instinct is going to kick in. I just know down in my knower that we're supposed to make this right turn. Okay. So when it comes to, to navigating to the various places that we need to go, I know where we're going. Okay. Yes. And the problem that I've run across, J.E., okay. Is, okay. is a lot of times my wife will... will Tell me directions to the place that we're trying to go when I know where we're going. You know what I mean? Lord have mercy. And what I found myself doing, it was a a couple weeks ago, we were driving to a place. And she was, you know, she she was kind of, you know, telling me, all right, turn here. And, you know, you're kind of over there. You know, I don't know. I don't want to start an argument, but I know where we're going. Uh, Thanks, babe. Uh, she'll, you know, uh, go ahead and make this right turn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks, babe. I make the right turn, but it's like deep down and I know it's kind of petty, but it's like, I appreciate you, babe, but I know where we're going. You know, I don't want you to think that I made this right turn because you told me to make the right turn or because I forgot to make the right turn. I knew that I needed to make a right turn. So what I found myself doing, J.E., uh, we were coming up to an intersect, uh, uh, um, an exit off of the interstate, and and I knew, I knew it was, I knew what was coming. Josh, I'm telling you right now, it was probably about a good mile before that turn that I turned that blinker on. <laughs> it was probably a solid mile down the road. And I hit that right blinker just so she knows. Petty, petty B. Petty, petty B. B came out. Petty B came out, bro. <laughs> I hit that thing. That thing was going for about five minutes. <laughs> You're not going to tell me. I already know. <laughs> oh, she was like, really? I was like, I'm just. I, I, yep, we're, we're turning. I'm just putting the. I'm just doing what the uh, traffic laws and bylaws That's require it. me to do. I'm in letting it. people know my intention that I'm about to make a right turn. And I felt bad. And you know, maybe it's not <clears throat> right, but it's just. I just. It's my earring of grievance, Je. Like yeah. this is what we yeah. do. That's all what right, we, do. 
We are the leaders. We are the navigators, J.E. We know, and this is, this is you know, uh, the parallel meanings here. We know where to go, uh, you know, on the highways, the turns that we need to make to get to our destination. And we know in life the turns that we need to make to get our family to the, the ultimate destination. All right? Ooh. It's something that God <clears throat> put inside us as men, J.E. You know why, B.D.? Why is that? You know, you know why? See, see, the Rev has a word. Okay, bring bring the word of the Lord today, J.E. The reason why we know how to get around, B.D. Okay. Because we were pulled from the ground. Oh. That's, that's why a... we know. That's why we know where to go, B.D. Okay. See, 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 they were pulled from us. Mm. We were made from the ground. Okay. So we're basically one with the terrain. Mm. We know what we know the we know the landscape because we was made from it. And I think the problem is, BD, since they were made from us, right? They're overdoing in the category of helpmate. See, there's certain things we don't need you to be a helpmate in. Okay. <laughs> we don't need your help. Right. Because we was made from this. And right. we was made for this. Whoop. We was made from mm-hmm. and we was made for. Okay. Even when we're wrong, we know how to recalibrate. That's right. We l- Listen, I know we've been going around the same block for 20 minutes. Yeah. But yeah. I'm feeling the ground. Feeling it. <laughs> That's right. I'm pulling from the intelligence from which I was brought from. <sighs> and every time you interject with a side comment, it's interfering. <laughs> it's, it's like if it's in effect, it's affecting the Wi-Fi. It's you buffering me. That's right. We're hearing the radio signal from up high, <clears throat> and, and and you're you're scrambling the signal. It's you're scrambling the signal. I'm trying to hear. I know I've made this right three times in a row, and and we just saw that McDonald's for the third time. But but yes. but we're. I'm, I'm hearing. I'm hearing. I don't know why the Lord brought me around the third time. It might be Ooh. you know there might have been something ahead on the road, an accident that we avoided. That's by right. me going That's around right. this circle three times, That's but I'm right, hearing, Deacon. babe. You're preaching, Deacon. So we made these turns because we were trying to fill the ground. Mm. And our senses are probably telling us, hey, man, you're not lost. You're Mm-mm. leading. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you're not lost. <laughs> you're leading. Ooh. That's a word, BD. That's a word from Holy High. Fellas, you are not lost. Hey, you are leading. So keep going. Keep going around that block. Because the Lord is leading you. He's leading you to a place of protection. So hush your mouth. Women in the car, let us lead. Even though we lost. We was mm-hmm. made from the ground. That's how we know how to get around. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's a word, BD. That's a word. It's leadership. It's leadership. Let us lead every time you say a word, man. You're interfering. Because the ground is speaking to us. Mm. And you don't, you're not, you You wasn't created in the ear to be tuned to that frequency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So y'all intuition is about in other areas. That's right. But when it comes to the landscape, when it comes to dirt, when it comes to the outside, when it comes to the outdoors, let us do us. Just let us do us. Sometimes you have to operate on faith, you know? I mean, yeah, we could just put the address in the GPS, but come on. It's about the journey, isn't it? 
It's about the journey, not the destination. We might get there 50 minutes late, but what, did, what about the 50 things we saw along the way? Exactly. Did they have GPS when they wandered around in the wilderness uh, trying to get to the promised land? No, they didn't. Cloud by day, fire by night, but still. Okay, so they have a, <laughs> they, they did have a godly GPS, God positioning system. But still, it took them how long? All right. <laughs> 40 years. 40 years. All right. Probably because of the women. I'm so stuck. <laughs> Are you sure? Let's make another right around this mountain. Are you sure it was that cloud or because there's another cloud over there? Look. It's been the same cloud for 26 years. Hey, man. All I'm saying is sometimes you got to operate on faith. All right. The easy way isn't always the best way. All right. Sometimes I need to show you my leadership capabilities and my, you know, <clears throat> that I can hear from the Lord uh, and get us to our destination. See, it's deeper than just getting uh, 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 to uh, Whole Foods, babe. It's deeper it's than deeper. that. It's deeper than that. All right. Yeah. We need to you, I need to demonstrate my abilities to lead this family. Okay, right. it's bigger than what you think it is right now. Yeah, I'm stepping out on faith. No, I've never been to this Whole Foods before. Normally we go to Food Lion, but we're going to venture over to the good side of town. We're going to go to this Whole Foods. That's right. That's right. And I'm going to do it without the GPS because I'm going to use man instinct. There are mm -hmm. certain things that are on the inside of me. Mm -hmm. Okay, I know not to make this right. <clears throat> Uh, and I'm going to make the left instead because I know the right goes to the hood and Whole Foods is not there. It's not. See, there you go, BD. All they see is signs. Billboards made by man. That's right. What we see, mm. we the Whole Foods definitely not over there. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's definitely not over it's there. It's godly so wisdom. That's right. It's instinct. It's following the lead of the spirit. The spirit is leading me over to the Ballantine region. Uh, the spirit is leading me, okay, uh, uh, over by South Park. It's not, we're not going over by West Charlotte. No, we're not. No, it's okay. not over. Beatty's Ford Road, we will find no Whole Foods there. No. Buy low. Only buy giant, low. Giant penny, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I just think, man, ladies, just let us do us, man, and 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 appreciate. You know, when when we turn the music down, just that that's when we try to listen to the ground. Okay, that's it. That another you thought that we was lost. Now nah, we just listening. <laughs> we're just listening. You know, what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're not lost. <laughs> we're just I just know that right now. <laughs> I need to listen a little bit closer. I need a double portion. <laughs> I need a double portion. So I'm going to turn this. I'm going to turn the music down. I needed you to just read a book. Look out the window right now. I'm sensing. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Man, that's funny, bro. You're stupid. <laughs> hey, but that's life, man. That's just how it is, man. We would turn that music down in week 10 and 2. <laughs> you thought. And we doing this, we just okay, looking up. <laughs> just we're just just getting we're just getting the confirmation. That's all. Com that's just all. confirmation. That's I already know where to go. I'm just getting the confirmation. That's it. Sometimes that's it. you need a confirmation just to just to just to just to know. Just to know you're in the right direction. And that's all we're doing. We know we're in the right direction. 
and make sure I clear it up. We know we're going in the right direction. Absolutely. We just do that so that you can be assured that we're going in the right direction. Mm. And we'll get there before it's closed. That's all that matters. It's not about when we get there. As long as we get there before it closes. It just matters that you get, like you said, 40 years, J.E., 40 years. But did they get there? Uh, some of them did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop using that example. Well, I don't think it's yeah, PD. I'm like, <laughs> PD, bruh, bruh. Have you, read, have you read the Old Testament lately? <laughs> Man, I'm like, PD, every time you use that story, I'm like, bruh, most of them didn't make it. <laughs> but they the ones that were supposed to made it. The kids did. There you go. <laughs> and what are we really here for, babe? To make sure our kids get where they it. gotta go. Come on, come on now. I may not get there with you, Woo. Mm. but I'll make sure you get there. Woo. That's right. Oh man, a man lays up an inheritance for his children's children. Mm. I bet you our kids know how to get to Whole Foods when they start driving there you because go. of dad, because exactly. of me, not because of your nagging. And you might end up eating a healthy vegan lifestyle for the rest of your life, 100%. And I might not get there with you. I might still have my cheat day or two. But you might be a vegan for the rest of your life. Full vegan. All out. Plant-based. Bro, don't do that to your kids, man. That's bad. (laughs) What's wrong with you, man? Honestly, honestly, if you start them young, if if you got a great chance to make them really in that lifestyle, bro. I mean, if you start from a kid, I mean, that's all you know. Until they, until they in college and they bite into that rib. Dad, I can't believe you. <laughs> you kept this from me. You're in the promised land. Don't leave. Don't go back to Egypt. Yeah. Milk and honey. Exactly. Well, milk's not vegan, so no. See, that's where he messed up. The Bible says milk and honey. Mm. Honey came from bees, bro. It's true. All right. <clears throat> Enough foolishness. <laughs> bro, that was classic. We're going to go ahead and get to the main portion of the podcast. <clears throat> um, and we've got a pretty good topic here today. Um, so last week we talked about um, what it looks like. Um, from the women's point of view, to submit to a man of God. And we talked about the different responsibilities that each uh, party has as uh, dictated by the Bible, right? So um, a a man's role is different from the role of a female. And that's something that we talk about all the time. Our society has kind of convoluted the two and, 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 you know, our roles are kind of like have gotten confused. And I think that's what a problem is in a lot of relationships, a lot of marriages today. So we're talking about the roles within a godly relationship and the primary roles of a man, as we just talked about in the weekly airing of grievances, is, you know, to lead, to provide, to protect. Right. So the man is the head of the home. Um, So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about um, four ways to lead a home mm. as a man. And I'm not sure if that's the exact wording of the title, J.E. Hey, we'll, we'll rock with it, though. We'll rock with it. They've seen the title before they got to this segment. You're right. So that's what we're talking about here today. So we've got um, four points that we're going to go 
uh, go over here today and the first one and, and of course you know it wouldn't be a, a JE uh, special if if we didn't spell out the word lead all right so the first one the first letter L <laughs> is that he is led by love all right so and we talked about it some last week uh, the Bible instructs men uh, to love your wives as Christ loved the church. So that's the first step to godly leadership as a man is to love your wife and not just love her, you know, but love her as Christ loved the church and gave his life for the church. Right. So that means that your love for your wife, you, you, the Bible says to love your wife as you love your own body. I'm paraphrasing there, but it says to love your wife the same way you love your own body. So it's 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 not your typical kind of, you know, like, oh, I just have my girlfriend. Like, it's this is different. And I think that's a major thing that we have to understand as men, the difference between love and infatuation, because mm. a lot of people, I think, get that confused infatuation just because, you know, you don't feel that like infatuation is like a strong feeling right um you know you just meet a person you know she she looks good you know she smells good you know you like the way she dresses you guys are just hanging out get to know each other it's like a really strong feeling uh that you have for that person and a lot of people <clears throat> misconstrue that to be love and it's not right that's, right. that's a feeling love is an action love's not a feeling so if you you know when you get married a lot of times, especially over time, that infatuation is going to wear off because you're, you know, you're, this is not someone new anymore. Like we talked about last week, it's not that new car smells, it's gone, right? You're used to the car, you're used to the house. That's where love starts to kick in because love is an action. Love is a decision that you make to take care of that person, to uphold your responsibility to that person, to hold that person's wants and needs in higher esteem than your own on a consistent basis over time. That's what love is. It's an action, right? The greatest act of love that ever took place was Christ getting on that cross and dying for us. There was nothing, there was no uh, a warm, fuzzy feeling about that. No. It was the most painful thing anyone has ever experienced in the history of mankind. That's love. <laughs> That's love. It's 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 sacrifice. It's tough. Yes, there are good times, of course, that you're going to have uh, with your marriage and with your spouse. Absolutely. But it's not going to look like what you might be used to, you know, in, in the dating phase, in the infatuation phase. All right. So that is the the, the first you know, major thing that you need to understand in, in terms of being a leader of your household is love. All right. And understanding that it's not just, oh, you know, uh, she looks good. So I love her. You know, she she smells good. I, she cooks good. So I love her. It's no matter what she looks like first thing in the morning when her breath isn't fresh and she, her hair isn't uh, isn't did, you know, no matter what she, you know, issues or, you know, situations that she's dealing with right now that she needs me to you know help pull her through no matter what's going on in our circumstances you know in our finance whatever the case may be i choose every day to care for this person to love this person 
that is one thing that that's the number one thing that we need to understand as men when it comes to uh, being the leader of a household. Yeah, man. And to piggyback on an infatuation topic, I have this quote that many of y'all know me by is that infatuation is blind, not love. Love is more factual than emotional. I hope you understand that. Love is more factual. That's why men, you have to be lured to your woman, not by her looks, but by your love for her. Because looks fade. You know what I'm saying? She's not going to always, that bonnet, you're going to see that bonnet 90% of the time of your marriage. That is what it is. 92% in some states. You know? And so <laughs> you got to realize that you have to make sure that you understand that you can't just be enamored by her looks and get so consumed by that. Because it's the looks that draws you to her, but it's your love for her that keeps you there. And I, I have this here, that in order to lead with love, you have to know love personally. See, love mm. is a noun. See, when you love God, uh, well, you can't, you, let me put it this way. It's going to be hard for you to do love as a verb until you know love as a noun. You mm. have to become that noun. That's right. You see what I'm saying? But So most guys, they get into the action base, but f- forget about the attribute uh, base of it, of love. So what that means is the more you spend time with God and you allow God's love to lead you, then you will become just like him. See, we're created in his image. The Bible says, let us make man our image and our likeness, right? The key word in there is not necessarily image because you can still bear the image of God, but not bear his likeness. Our goal as men and all of us should be to bear not only an image because we're three in one, it's like he's three in one. So we got his image, but the goal is, can we be like him? He is love. And the more that we are around him and the more that we are in his presence, we become love. And it becomes your default mental setting. It becomes your default setting that you are a noun. Now your love is genuine because you are love and because you became love because you was with love. You see what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate a lot of men are afraid to love, number one, because they never seen it. You know what I'm saying? Number two, they didn't really have, um, they have, they wasn't taught it. And so oftentimes happen, there's a fear and a frustration and an unfamiliarity when it comes to love. But the Bible says he doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. So when you know that the spirit of God has given to you is a spirit of love and that it's a spirit of power and then it makes your mind sound, then you allow the love of God to perfect out of you that fear because the Bible says fear has torment. The perfect love of God is what casts out all fear. And now you're not afraid to love the right way. You're not afraid to love her in a balanced way because a lot of guys, they love left. You know what I'm saying? They love only one sided because they are afraid of losing her. So let me just love her this way. This keeps her around. No, no, no. You got to be able to love and be able to wash you with the word. That's love. Correcting in love and, and challenging in love and, 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 and is, is beneficial to a relationship. You just can't be the, the guy that lets her lead manipulatively. You know what I'm saying? Because if you if you open that door, a good woman can a good woman can fall into manipulation and she don't even know it because the man is not balancing himself. And so the whole thing that I want to say is that in order to become love as a noun, you have to be around Dr. Love, Mr. Love, capital L, so that you can become like him so that everything you do in your marriage is actually genuine love because you are love yourself. I have also here that um. Um, love is more factual than emotional. Like BD said, people think that love is just something um, um, you just do. Uh, um, but love has to be backed by facts. I'm in love because of this. So people say their vows, they just spit it out, but they don't really feel those vows. They don't really mean those vows. They just trying to hurry up and get it to the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? But you have to understand that. Why am I? Why am I in love with her? Like, why? That's what's going to make you lead. 
because you have reasons. Your why is bigger than what you see. And also have here that uh, you have to be lured by her, by your love, by the reasons why you love her and not by her looks. I think I already said that, but these are all the points that I have in that first segment. But none of this is possible if you're not being led by love himself, who is God. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So the next letter that we have is E. And it stands by, uh, for example. OK, you lead by example. You have to show it more than you speak it. And that's just a critical, you know, um, the, one of the foundations of leadership, period. Like any leadership book you read, any, you know, in, in, in any area, when it comes to leadership, it's not just about being a dictator. It's not just being about telling people what to do. It's about being able to walk it out yourself. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I was watching the Jordan documentary uh, actually yesterday. And, you know, sir, and, sir, and Jordan, sir. sir. You was watching Goat Jordan. I was watching the Jordan documentary yesterday and Jordan was talking about his, you know, his leadership style and how he never and his teammates were talking about how he never asked anyone to do anything that he was not willing to do himself or anything that he did not do himself. Right. And Jordan was a tenacious leader like he 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 demanded the best out of everybody. And that may not be necessarily how you're going to lead your family uh, per se. But the point is, despite, you know, what he was asking them to do, despite the standard that he was holding them to, it was never anything that he was not willing to hold himself to that same standard. They showed the clip of the team running suicides and Jordan is out there dusting all of them, you know, running back and forth uh, on the suicides like he was in first place. And he's the best player on the team. Like he didn't have to be out there. It should be the bench players out there, you know, in first place trying to get a to get some minutes in the game. Jordan's the best player. He's the franchise and he's out there dusting everybody else on the team in the suicides because he holds himself to a the, the high standard that he's demanding of everyone else. That's leadership. So how it looks in, you know, a, a relationship with the family is hey, I'm the head of the household. This is, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. All right. So I am in my word. You see me in my word. You see me praying and interceding over our family, right? Uh, as for me and my house, we're going to, we're, we're going to walk in love with each other. We're going to be patient with each other. We're going to be kind with each other. So you see me doing those things. You see me doing thoughtful, uh, you know, caring things for you without provocation. You know, you see that. You see me leading by example. So they follow your lead. All right. You as for me and my house, we're going to be good stewards over our finances. So you see me taking initiative. You see me putting a budget into place. You see me being disciplined with the things that I'm spending. And so I, I expect you guys to do the same thing. Not from a position of, oh, you know, I'm in control. You can't spend any money or, you know, I'm in control of everything that you do in your life. But you just see what it looks like. <clears throat> this is the standard for this household. These are the things that I'm hearing from God. This is the these are the things that the Bible says that we should be doing. So I'm doing them. Am I perfect? No, I'm covered by God's grace, but I'm striving. You see that me I am making every effort possible to uphold these biblical principles 
because this is the standard that we're going to follow in this household. So you have to lead by example. You can't tell your wife, hey, you need to be doing X, Y, Z, and you're not doing it. If she doesn't see you doing it, then she's going to be like, you're a hypocrite. Like, don't be telling me, you know, to, uh, to not to sit around and watch TV for five hours a day, but you are up here watching the football games all day Sunday. Don't tell me that it's not good for my spirit and that I need to be, you know, building my spirit with the word and you're playing fantasy football all day, playing PlayStation 4 all day. Lead by example, okay? You're the head of the household. Get your directions from God. Get your directions from the Bible. Write down, you know, what the standards, what, 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 you know, what the, 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 I don't know what it's called, nothing. I don't know, but come up with what it's going to be, you know, uh, the creed, if you want to call it that, for your family and uphold it and lead by example. Don't be a hypocrite. Yeah, man. That's why I love the word example. Let's break it down. X and an ample. In order to express a position, you have to already have ample enough of traits and and, and potential and possibility in you. That's why you got to be an example before. You got to be a person that's actually ready to model that role, fellas. If you want to model a role, if you want to be a role model, you got to already model it before you even in that position. And so you have to have ample. You may have to have you have to have plentiful. You have to have enough to let everyone know that it's possible to do this, that I'm, I'm showing you that it's possible. I have an ample, ample amount of proof. That, it, that I'm expressing that I'm able to do this role. That's what Jordan did. He said, I'm not going to, I'm not just going to tell y'all what to do. I'm going to show y'all. Gonna, I have ample enough of energy, ample enough of focus to express this so that you can see, you know what? I do got it in me. If he got it in him, maybe I have the ample amount of stuff that I have needed to do that. But if you only express that, you know, you express vocally, but you don't express through your life. People don't be like, well, you don't, even, you don't have enough in you. You don't even have ample enough in your life to fill up the words that's coming out of your lips. Right. So how are you going to tell me to do something if you don't got it in you? That's why you don't say it. You don't lead by your words. You lead by you lead by your actions. See, man, <clears throat> that's, uh, Mother Tree says, man, preach the gospel and use words if necessary, she said. Mm. Basically, what they're saying is, is like, if you talk it more than you walk it, people ain't going to follow you. People don't follow words. They follow action. I'm telling you, you can say it to the cows come home. But if you ain't bringing the cows home, they ain't going to listen to you. And so in being an example is saying, you know what? You can do this because I'm showing you that I have ample enough of the traits, ample enough of the qualities that inspires you to say, you know what, if pops can do it, if my husband can do it, he's doing it, he's expressing it through his action on his words, then maybe I do too have the ample enough of whatever I need, plentiful enough inside of me. And you do. It's called the spirit of God. It's hard to be the right example without the spirit of God because he's the ample. He's the ample. He's the one that gives you the enough. He's the one that gives you the power. To be the example. So people will say, and, and, I, and I shoot this down because I didn't have a father growing up in the home. My pops is a good dude. So I'm not trying to say that in a negative way. My dad's a good guy. He just wasn't in the home to show me. Right. Right. Guys, you can't be afraid because you didn't have an example. Your dad is not the ample. The Holy Spirit is. He's ample enough. He's the one that's going to lead and guide you into the truth of husbandhood and how to lead. But you cannot lead through words, fellas. 
And ladies, if he's all talk but no walk, then you walk away. It's that simple. Because a man is not measured in what he say. He's measured in what he does. And so in order to lead a home right, man, you got to be the example. You got to you got to be the first one up, the last one to sleep. You know why? Because the one who serves the most has to be the first one up and the last one to sleep. Mm. Because just in case she needs you, she you the last. Don't fall asleep before she do. Unless unless it's just something that you have to do because you got to get up early and she just want to do whatever. <clears throat> but make it your mission to say, you know what? I'm up first. I'm going to set the house. I'm going to make sure everything's good. Because I promise you, you make that a habit, your kid's going to be like, why does dad get up so early? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something about getting up early. Why go. is my dad praying? Talk, who are you talking to? Mom's downstairs cooking. Who's dad talking to? Okay. You got to express that. So that when people see, you know what, I'm going to follow the God that my dad followed because God always, whoever he's talking to, always look out for him. That's why I love it because I got to show my wife when we was about to get this home. <clears throat> I said, it's ours. I just knew it. It's ours. And she, you know, as a woman, she might, she had her moments where she was like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Will we have enough? I said, no, it's ours. And for days in the process, I just kept, I kept that stern faith. It's ours. That's it. Because God told me it's ours. And when we got the place and we laid down the first night in this house, she was like, wow, I need to grow in my faith. Why? Because I already got there first. I got to that level of faith first. If I'm shaky, I don't know if we're going to get this house and get nervous, then then she's going to be really nervous. But because I know God and I know how he moves for me, uh uh-uh, it's ours. And they need to see that. That trust in the ample, that trust in the Holy Ghost. And I think that's key for men to understand. You got to fellowship with God enough so that your faith can be at a level so that you can walk in faith and be that example so that they can say, you know what, man, I want to get to that faith level. You should be the number one force, the number one physical force of inspiration in your home. You should constantly be inspiring growth. Are constantly inspiring growth. If you want to lead, people are led by inspiration. Inspiration gets them going, but when they actually see that you are actual that individual, oh man, they'll go with dope. I want to go with him. That's why my nephews, my nieces, and people love to be because they know something about this guy. He knows who he's talking about, and because he lives it out. And I, that's just probably one of the strongest points I wanted to give. Man, beat her to it. That means you got you got to be the hardest worker in the house, the best servant in the house. Get up, get, be the first one up, be the last one to sleep, be the first one to serve, and, and be the first one to show the best way. But you got, you can't do that. It's too late when you're married. Now, you can make some changes, but we're talking to single guys right now. You better get in there now. And, yeah. and that's, man, I love that point. That, that's good stuff. Yeah, and I'm glad you, you brought that at the end. Like, don't wait until, this, like J.E. said, this is this is for the single guys, for especially. If you're married, you can make these changes yeah. uh, as well. But it's going to be, it's going to take some time. You're going to have to be patient. Don't don't be trying to, all right, all of a sudden I'm going to, you know, start getting up early. I'm going to start over-serving. That's cool. It's going to take some time, though. Don't don't expect that immediately That's good they're point. just going to, you know what I mean, like fall in line. So, but for those single men, you have to start this now. Now. Yeah. Right? get plugged into to God, get plugged into the spirit now. All right. Establish what, 
what what is the standard for your family what kind of things <coughs> what kind of pillars is your family going to be based on now and you become those things you become like J.E. said, as far as being a servant, you become a servant now. Uh, as far as, you know, your faith walk, you you build your faith walk now, operating in faith now so that when you get married, you are those things. You are the physical embodiment of those things, yep. uh, those principles that the Bible says that we should follow as Christians. You are the physical embodiment. You are the physical example that your family can look to to see this is what it looks like. And it's possible. So that is our responsibility to lead, you know, like J.E. said, like the, 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 the habits that your family uh, takes on, they're going to come from you. That's if right. you're if you're sleeping <clears throat> until noon every day, that's the habit that everybody that's the standard that everybody's going to follow. Your kids going to sleep in, you know, your wife's going to sleep in. You got to get up and, and be productive and be praying. Let them see you praying like make these things normal in your household you set the tone that is your responsibility not your wife's not anyone else's not your parents grandpa nobody it's yours so like jay said you gotta that that this is like the most important point out of this whole message like josh yeah. said you this is your responsibility you have to set the tone you have to lead by example if you want them to be whatever you want them to be let them see it in you in order for them to be it, they got to see it. Yep. It's that simple. If you want them, if if you want them to be it, let them see it. Because whatever it. they see, that's what they're gonna be. That's it. Ooh. And you have to, and you have to know. You know, um, Jordan talked about in the documentary how he pulled people, he pushed people that didn't want to be pushed. You know, he 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 challenged people that didn't want to be challenged. Now you have to use wisdom. Okay. You know, like like when it comes to my wife. And that's where I talk about leading by example. I work out like, and so like I'm in the military, so I always work out at PT and she doesn't normally see it. But even when I'm at home now, now that I've been home for about a month and a half or two months or however long, she sees that it's not just because I'm in the military that I'm working out. I'm working out because this is who I am. This is part of the standard that I've set for myself now. So despite not without anyone making me work out, I get up and work out every day. And so what that has done is now she's working out every day, right? But I have to use wisdom. You know what I mean? I can't just say, hey, babe, I'm running four miles every time I run. You need to be running four miles. Like, no, mm-hmm. you have to use wisdom. Like, we we not Jordan in this situation with your wife. It's a different type of leadership. Um, but I set the example. So she is working out, you know. But I'm not gonna necessarily lead in the way that Jordan did, as far as like you need to be doing what I'm doing. <laughs> no, nah, that was around the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you have to use wisdom with it, but the 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 principle still remains, right? Lead by example. And it's um, imp- oh, go ahead, my, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, it's important, I'll- man. Even with that Jordan parallel, like the reason why he pushed them, and we're not saying pushed them like he did, but I'm just trying to make a correlation. Is because at the end of the day, they're not going to be talked about if he loses a championship. He's going to be the one to talk about. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, he was like, listen, my name is on this. Y'all going to be able to go under the shadows. I'm going to be in the light. Y'all going to be behind my shadow. Not going to be in my shadow. If we don't win this championship, I'm, I'm going to be the one everywhere. Jordan can't win. So listen, I, I need you to be 
uh, um, readily readily available when it comes postseason. Because they said he, when he came in the last, when he came back from his retirement the first time, people like everyone was kind of laughing and kind of just being whatever. And he was like, hold up, man. <clears throat> we can't we can't be this if we want to beat the magic. We can't be this if we got we got a week because I'm responsible. And so that's why, man, you got to you got to take the charge because you're going to it's going to be on your head, not hers, not the kids. It's going to be on you. So you got to be that godly example, because when you one thing that there's two things that every one of us going to have to face. The Bible said it's appointed for every man to die. And after that, the judgment, every person will die and every person will have to stand before God face to face. So you know why you got to be up early. The reason why you got to show the example, because God is not going to God is not going to be like, man, you did great and busy. gonna say, man. How is your family? God is God is God's going to God. The first thing I believe God's going to ask us is that poignant question. Whatever mm. whatever that question is, it's going to be a pain attaining to your life. It's going to make you be like, you know what? I'm not judging you. And people are like, well, you're Christian. There's, Christians are going to be judged and how we live this life. Mm-hmm. And so, as a husband, you got to be able to say, you know what? I I'm going to be the because at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm going to be held responsible in how I led this family. That's so right. I'm going to lead it biblically. Don't lead it uh, brashly. Don't lead it in, 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 in tyrant. You know what I'm saying? Lead it biblically. That's all we're saying. That's right. That, that's that's critical right there. I'm glad you closed the loop. I think that's where I was trying to go, but I didn't, yeah, that's I didn't that's close it going. out. Yeah, you, that's you where I was sensing, trying to go. You were sensing direction. It's okay. I was sensing. I was getting the direction. But yeah, like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're Jordan. Like, right. You are the Jordan of your Chicago Bulls, of your family. You are responsible at the end of the day. God's going to be looking at you and and he's not going to be looking at like, look, being successful financially is great. Right. Achieving, you know, earthly success. That's cool. Being a good at your job. That's great. But, you know, the, the, the main thing God is looking at is your family. Period. Is, Period. Did you raise, uh, bring forth godly seed? Did you lead your wife and water her with the word? Were you guys a strong family unit, shining example uh, of what I designed? Did y'all walk that out? That's the number. That's really the only thing God cares about. He doesn't care the the money, all that. He doesn't care about that. You know what I mean? And so I'm not saying that to say don't pursue you know financial stability for your family. But that's not the number one thing God's worried about. God's worried about the championship. Financial security, that's the MVPs. Uh, Financial security, that's the scoring titles. You know what I mean? Those things are cool. They're part of your legacy. But the championship is what God cares about. The family is the championship. Mm. And what did Jordan say? He he got, I think he got teary-eyed. He was like, because y'all ain't won nothing. He said the main goal was because I wanted them to win too. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we like I want, I want my I, I want if it if this is even possible, if if the Lord tarries for another thousand years, the greatest joy, the greatest joy that's gonna make my heart full is my great, great, great grandkids who got that last name Ezzy. Mm. I want my daughters and my granddaughters to be like, in order for me to take your last name, it better be better than this Ezzy. It better be, it better be at the same level as that Ezzy or we hyphening. 
or we're going to hyphen this. That's what I want. I want a man who's going to want to marry my daughters. I want them to be like, yo, it's got it, you. You better you. Yo, yo, listen, that's why, fellas, you got to make sure the Bible says a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Ladies, let me tell you something. If he don't care about his full name, don't take his last name. I'm telling you, a man should care about his last name above anything because that is what's going to be that, that. It should be an honor for your children, children to be like, oh, we Ezzy's? Oh, man. Because when they interviewed Jordan's kids, mm. when they interviewed, when they interviewed, I think her name was Jasmine. Um, they interviewed her and she was like, uh, um, uh, you getting married out here. And she was like, I think Angela Lee, Angela Lee was like, so you getting married? And she was like, uh, so are you going to hide for your name? She said, yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because he he got he made her pregnant without being married. So we, come on. You see what I'm saying? So so they had a kid. I'm not saying, I'm not putting condemnation on them, but I mean, why am I going to take your last name? We you just maybe because we don't know what their relationship is like, but we know she's taking she's hyphenating. Right. So listen, I'm telling you, fellas, you're going to be held responsible and you got to make sure your name is rather they would rather choose your name than to be some other in some other place with money because they know this name has favor to it. And that's it, man. I think right there, man, that this that part of the podcast is gold. Yeah, that's critical right there, man. That is critical. All right. We're going to go on to the next because I feel like we could still talk about that more. But yeah, I'm going to go man. ahead and we're gonna, we'll move on to the next. Yeah, let's get out of that, man, because that's a word. It is, man. I, I Look, this is what we're passionate about. Like here on the Good Guys podcast yeah. is, the, is <clears throat> to focus on the men. Like, you know what I mean? Holding men to a higher standard. A lot of times out here we talk about, you know, uh, what the women need to do. Uh, this is what you need to do, you know, to get a man to, to love you and this and that. And that's cool, man. But... I feel like the greater responsibility always lies on the man. If you look at the Bible, the greater responsibility lies on the man. And I don't think we talk about that enough. So, And we, and my thing is, I don't, with our platforms, we got to tell you the truth and do what's right. Like we don't want, we don't want y'all to be set up to fail. We stay, it's like I did a message last week, man. It's better to be single than it is to be sorry, man. I'm That's telling true. you, if you're not ready, if you're not responsible and you know it, don't clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. The next letter we have in the word lead is A, and that is <clears throat> anticipation. All right. You have to constantly be aware of everyone else's needs. Mm -hmm. That's just a part of leadership. Right. If you think about leading, if you think about uh, when I think about leading, I think about somebody out front in front of the people who are following him. So that means as far as, you know, leading us in the direction that we're trying to get to, there's going to be in life challenges. There's going to be detours. There's going to be distractions. There's going to be obstacles that are going to arise in the way of getting to the ultimate destination. So as a leader, you have to anticipate these things. You don't want to just be constantly reacting mm. to the obstacles, to the challenges that come against your family. You want to anticipate these things, right? So that is, you know, spending time with God, 
reading the word because the Bible tells us about a lot of the obstacles and challenges that are going to come and what we need to do to overcome them. It's being sensitive to the spirit uh, so, so that you know that you have you have that knowing in your knower that something's coming and I need to prepare my family for it. What can I do to overcome this upcoming obstacle? Okay, if you are the leader of your family and stuff keeps coming and happening to your family and you're never prepared, then you are not a leader. You're not leading your family. All right. Whether that's emotionally, you know, that look, tests and trials uh, of life are going to come. So as a leader, all right, we're going to church. All right. We pray together on the regular so that we are ready, uh, you know, mentally and spiritually to 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 handle the things that are going to come our way. Right. Financially. All right. You know, challenges are going to come. You never know. You know, if, if you're if your job fires you or whatever the case may be, have I been a good steward of our finances? Do I have an emergency fund set aside? Do I have any investments or anything like that? So that when the storms of life come, I'm ready when 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 coronavirus hits and we can't, you know, if we have a job where we can't work anymore, we lose our job. Do I have some reserves to keep my family going? Anticipation. Can you know that coronavirus is coming? No, but you can anticipate that challenges are going to come. As a leader, that's your job, not to assume that everything is going to be peachy king because it's not. The Bible tells us it's not. It's not. So anticipating these challenges, being prepared for these challenges, anticipating things that are going on with your wife, no, being in tune to her, being in tune to, you know, the things that she's dealing with or she's going through and anticipating what she's going to need. All right. You need to know your spouse. You need to be able to anticipate, you know, when these things happen, this is how it affects my spouse. So here's what I'm going to do you know, to, to, to mitigate that. You have to be able to anticipate things that are going on with your kids. You know, certain things are going to happen, certain transitions, certain changes are going to happen over the course of your child's life. Anticipate them. College is going to come one day knocking. Anticipate. Do you have a plan in place to pay for college if your kids don't get a school scholarship? You have to be able to anticipate that is a part of leadership. Anticipate these are the things you have to think about when you're leading a household, you know, down the line, our parents, my parents, her parents, what's going to be the plan for when they get older. You have to anticipate these things. So leadership, it, it encompasses a lot, fellas. It's a lot of responsibility and you have to be ready. Do you have to have every answer to every problem that will ever happen? No, we're not saying that. But you need to be thinking about these things. You need to be praying about these things. And you need to, as much as, as is possible, <clears throat> anticipate um, the obstacles that are going to happen in your family's life. Yeah, man. You have to be in tune with the answer to always have the answers. It's that simple. You have to be in tune with God. You have to be into him to be in tune. And what I mean by that is if you want them to follow the tune that's that you set for the for the relationship or the family, you got to be in God's tune. You see what I'm saying? And, and I think, unfortunately, men are more reactive than proactive. 
And as men, that is our responsibility as leaders is to be always proactive. That's know. why we gave the analogy a few episodes back that that um, our wives are like the side mirrors, not side pieces, but the side mirrors or the wind or the um, uh, rearview mirror. They kind of show you the blind spots. But our focus is always the windshield. We looking out. We looking at the dashboard and we're looking at the window. What's the status of the car? What's the lights? Okay, oh, because you know what happens. Your car gives you indications before the problem. Mm. So you got to always be looking at the dash of your marriage. Oh my goodness, Jane. You got to always be looking at the dash, man, because just because. And what happens to most guys? The tire pressure's low. I'll get to it. Mm. I'll eventually get to it. See the 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 um what you call it? What's what those warning signs? Happens mm-hmm. before the wreck, before the issue. That's right. And so you got to always be in tune with the windshield and the dash, and that will keep you proactive. And your wife would be like, man, I, we never really had really that many bumps. Mm-hmm. We was never really on the side of the road of life at all. We No, you see what I'm saying? And so you got to make sure that you're proactive and, 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 and making sure that you're always observing the dash and not putting off what you see. Because in Every relationship, God will always allow the warning signs to show first. Yep. Hey, man, check the tire pressure, man. She's getting low. You got to inflate yep. her. You got to encourage right. her. Don't. She's getting low. She's getting low. Bro, you f- now you're feeling in the car now. N- now you know it's low. That's too late. Because now what happens is what you... Uh, the, I'd rather pay the price of early than the price of late. Why? Because if you let it go on too long, you got to pay more. Now you got to buy a whole new tire. That's right. Now the cost is higher when you when you delay. Yep. But when you own it, the prices are, the prices are always lowest. The price the prices are always at their lowest when you are on it. Always at their lowest. So if you wait and keep waiting and you didn't change the oil, and now you've been driving 5,000 miles over that you're supposed to change the oil. Now you got to pay for a whole new engine. So you got to be proactive. And, and, and if you're not, if you, if you just want to flow with life, be single, stay single. Please. But so, please. Cause, cause listen, once you get married, maintenance, now you a maintenance man. You are a maintenance man. Okay. All right. Always observing, always looking. Always in tune, man. Every time I see, see, and it's sometimes we're supposed to cripple our wives. And what I mean by that, they should never have to think about protection and provision. They should never have to think about it. it you know how many times my wife be leaving when I walk out the car to go in the store, she don't lock the door. I'm, I'm <laughs> because she knows I always lock the door. She don't have to go around the house to make sure the house secure. When I leave my uh, my wife's family, which is our family, I leave the house. Who's locking the doors? Before I leave the house, I'm closing all the blinds, locking every door. I'm proactive because sometimes they don't think about that. We're supposed to be the ones thinking about protection and provision. We're supposed to always be thinking about the road ahead. And I have some notes here. And y'all thought that was all my notes. But man, BD said some stuff that really inspired me. <laughs> I wrote I wrote things that I wrote right here. You got to always think three moves ahead of everybody in your family. Yep. Right now, I got nieces. You see what I'm saying? I did it with my sisters. Now I'm doing it with my nieces. You know what I'm saying? And their situation, their situation, but I'm not going to get into detail with that. But with my nieces, I'm always thinking, hey, man, sit like this. Don't sit like that. You know, cover up. No, I don't no, no, don't do that because they need a man to show them, hey, I know what men look at. And so I'm going to look out. Right. You know, don't be doing the um, um, I'm a savage. 
classy, bougie, ratchet. Don't be don't be doing the ratchet part. Don't shake that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My niece out there was doing a song to Savage. We outside in the front porch. I'm like, bro, we got teenage boys living right here over this. You a savage. Classy, mm-hmm. bougie, ratchet. No, we don't. Uh-uh. Don't be showing mm-hmm. that. No. Or when she walk out the house, that shirt not long enough. You got to cover that. You see what I'm saying? I'm thinking with my wife. Think, I'm always thinking three moves ahead, because if I'm if I'm there already here, I can eat, I can help them avoid going there. So what I do is I think three moves ahead and say, what is it, what does it feel three moves ahead of where she's at? So now let me scale back to where we are, and now develop systems to ensure she never gets there, right. that she never has to experience that. And I'll have another point here, fellas. Whatever you don't tend will end. Mm. You are a farmer. You are a gardener. Whatever you do not tend will end. You tended your business. We know what you tend, but how? Which one's the biggest? We know which one tend. Which one? So what happens? A lot of guys they got big careers, big business, big. I mean, they tended their career to the point to where they are world renowned, right. but they lost their son. Their son is out there living a lifestyle that's just not godly. Their right. daughter got two kids and and and, no, and out of wedlock. You know what I'm saying? The, the girl is out there confused, giving her body up. You got to tend your your first your first uh, um, garden pot mm-hmm. is your family. So whatever you don't tend will end. What else I got here? The voice of God must be the clearest to you. The first thing I said about this point: you have to be in tune with the answer. Capital A. So that you will always have answers. You got to be on your face. Why? Because you know nothing. The moment you act like you know nothing, the moment you act like you know something, that's when you're going to find yourself falling. I'm always before my face. God, God, listen, where are we going? Where we need to, where I need to take this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he always he says, if you lack wisdom by anything, he says, will I not give it to you? And so that's all I got. Oh, Oh, fellas, the various trials in your singleness will make sure that you're versatile in your marriage. Mm. You got to go. I'm so my 20s was rough. Mm, I'm so glad I went through those modules. Because now I know how to pivot. <laughs> mm. Man, one thing about a man, you got to know how to pivot, bro. You got to know how to be boom. We, we this way, this way. Nope, right. I've been here. We, nope, got bam. We, we, we out. Yep. Because I went through this trial before. So when I feel the, when I feel something, if I just see a little warning sign about money, I've been there before. We ain't going back there. <laughs> one day we not going. We, I don't ever want to get a pack of ramen noodles again. Anytime I walk down a ramen aisle, I look the other way. I ain't looking at you. <laughs> Because that you you beneath me now. I'm never going back to you. Right. I'm never going back um, to that way of eating. So as soon as I see a little warning sign, a little warning sign. Nope. I take I take every warning sign seriously because I've been there. Yep. And one thing I refuse, the worst thing you can do as a man is to lead them, lead your family to unnecessary trials. Right. Last but not least, man. You got to be there to keep them from getting there. Mm. And what I mean by that is be there mentally. You like, you know, how, what does that feel like? I don't ever want my family to be set up. Men are setups, man. We we set our families up. So you got to be, you, the Bible says a man thinks generationally. He thinks about leaving an inheritance for his children's children. Before you get married, you got to already be thinking about your children's children. If yeah. not, you're not ready to be a husband. You're not. 
I'm constantly thinking about my kids' kids. Because when you think like that, you'll set your kids' kids up. And then when you teach your sons that, they'll set their kids' kids up. You got to be able to be in a position where I'm going to make sure I'm always thinking about my children's children. Man, this right here, man, this should be this should be for four low payments of $59.99. Yeah, but we're giving lying. it to y'all for free. This this right here is woo. And that's in the Bible, man. Like <clears throat> we got a lot of men out here that can't even hardly provide for their own family. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like they out here running the streets, chasing after the skirts, you know, not handling their responsibilities on the home front for their family right now. The Bible says to to lay up an inheritance for your children's children for generations to come. That's our responsibility. Mm. That's what the Bible says. It's our responsibility. Your children's children is your responsibility. Not just your children right now. Not just your wife right now. Half of us can't even handle what we got right now. Man. We supposed to be thinking generations. And that's where we talk about leadership. That's where we talk about setting the example. The decisions that you make, the example that you set for your family right now is going to in fact impact generations to come. When you set a certain standard for what a man looks like for your daughter, she's going to hold that standard for whoever she try to, tries to talk to her. If you're not setting no kind of standard about mm. how you treat your wife, mm. if you're not setting no kind of standard about the way you live your life and the way you you, you run your household, she's going to marry any dude that comes along and shows her some attention. That's one of that we was watching the Clark Sisters documentary uh, last Sunday. Mm. And Twinkie, you know, th Twinkie. That, that's one of the things that messed her up. She didn't have the example of a man holding a standard of excellence in that household, loving, you know, their mother the way she needed to be loved. And when that so the first the, dude mm. that came along and showed her some attention, she runs off with him. And he's just an opportunist. He just wants to benefit off the family's name, the hard work that they put in. And when she wasn't able to do that, he's off, he's gone. So, and that, that's a failure on their father. He wasn't there. He wasn't showing what it looks like for a man to love his wife as Christ loved the church. If she had that example, guarantee you she doesn't run off with that guy. So the decisions that you make, the way that you live your life, it's not just for you. It's not just for your family right now. It's for generations to come. Man, I remember my niece told me the other day, man, and I, and I said I was what I was going to do for her. And she was like, but you done enough. I said, I ain't scratched the surface. Mm -mm. I said, because they're not going to understand it. They're not going to understand why you do what you got to do. They're not going to understand until they face the situation. One day she was with me and she was like, why are you open my door? <clears throat> and why? I said, you know why I'm opening the door and giving you the key? I had to make it. I, I explained to her. I said, I'm opening the door for you because first off, this is not just a gentleman duty. People just think that's a cute, cuddly thing to open the door for them. No, I open the door for you to make sure you in the car safe. And you know what I do? I hand you the key. So if someone tries to rob me, you lock the door. So if I have the key and I got you in the car, he can still open the door and get to you. So what I do is I open the door, get you in the car safely while I'm looking around. I hand you the key. So if anything happens to me, you're locked in and you can drive away and call the cops. Or at least I could push them and then you can hit them with the car. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, so we as men, we supposed to show that. Because one day, I, uh, God forbid, 
if I just want her to be always prepared if the moment happens. So that when a man just goes to the car to open the door for us, she already know he not observant. He don't know. And as an uncle, no matter because no matter what role you hold as a man, I don't care if you don't have no kids. It like well, I'm married, but I have to be an example for my nieces and nephews. You see what I'm saying? So no, as a man, you are an example to the guys in the neighborhood, the little boys in the neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? Constantly. When the kids in my school, nah, baby, look, young lady, you don't sit like that. No, don't do that. Young man, now you don't talk to you don't do that. You don't do that. Because you yep. can you can change the way the toxic mentality. And the reason why Twinkie did all that is because that man there that there was a missing piece. And I'm right. telling I refuse to see any woman, any young girl, any young man that's in my family, in my reach of influence, go down that path. I hate to think, like my mama would say. And so men are constantly proactively thinking. You, if you if you always reacting, you know, you got to man. Don't be a reactive man. Because reactive men are also toxic men. They're reactive, like a nuclear reactor. Reactive. Right. You got to be proactive, always. So, man, these right. points, man, we can go for another hour, but we got one more. <laughs> got one more. All right. And that is the D of the word lead. And it stands for daily, right? These things that we're talking about, it's an everyday thing. Every day. All right. You have to have these disciplines, you have to have these standards. Every single day. No days off. No days off. My favorite non-biblical quote comes from Denzel Washington. Between goals and achievement oh, are yeah. discipline and consistency. That's it. Right? I like the way As he says man. goals. Goals. <laughs> goals. <laughs> I love the way he talks. Yeah. But yeah, man, like the, 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 the life of a leader as a leader of the household, it's a life of discipline. It's a life of discipline. And that's cool. But if you only discipline for two days out the week, nobody's going to follow you. If you're only disciplined for three days out the week, it's not going to make any change in your family's life. It's consistency. It is every single day I'm getting up. I am disciplined. I am committed to the standards that I have set for this family, that God has set for this family, and I'm carrying that out consistently. I'm not nice to my wife three days out of the week. Mm -hmm. I'm nice to my wife and considerate and compassionate for my wife seven days out of the week, 365. It doesn't stop. You don't get to choose, you know, what days you want to really be on top of it. And then some days uh, I'm not feeling it today. Like on the days that you're not feeling mm. like being that leader, like upholding <clears throat> that standard, those are the days that count. <clears throat> those are the days where you got to be like, despite the fact that I don't. That's what love is, guys. That's it. When you don't feel like loving that person, when you make the decision, I'm still going to love them. I'm still going to be considerate. I'm still going to be compassionate. And I don't feel like it. It's easy to love a person uh, when you feel like it, mm. when the mood is right. You know, when the, when it's a sunny day and y'all walking in the park and, and, and the music's playing and the children uh, are frolicking around. It's easy to love her then. 
Can you love her on that 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 Thursday afternoon when you had a rough day at work and it's cloudy and, and raining outside? Can you come home and still be considerate? Hey, babe, what do you need? How can I serve you this evening? Hey, let me help you put the kids to bed. Let me help you clean up the dishes after dinner. Can you still do it when you don't feel like it? Mm -hmm. Are you consistent with your actions that you have the with the standard that you have set for your family? If you can do that, then that that that's what man, that's leadership. You have to be consistent. The only way you're going to achieve the goals, the standards, whatever it is that you have set. For your family, in your family's, uh, you know, in or the, the dashboard, whatever the destination is, you have to be consistent. If you're not consistent, you're not being a leader. Simple, simple as, as that. that. It's simple as that, man. You got to be a, not a hero of the word, but a doer. And you got to, and it's facts over feelings, man. Like, man, this is what you signed up for. If you, if, if, you, if, if this ain't what you want, then don't put your name, don't put your name down. I'm telling you, it is... Your, your life is no longer your own. Like, this is real talk, man. Like, we have to, we have, we only have this much of time for us. That's just what it is. Like, that's, I mean, I'm telling you, don't sign up for this if you're not ready to be last. If you're not ready to say, you know what? You getting on my nerves because they will get on your nerves. The kids will get on your nerves. They will inconvenience you. They will inconvenience you. You will be you. Uh, monkey wrenches are thrown every day. Yep. This is what you signed up for. And you got to take you. Don't complain. Don't complain. Do not complain. Do not make excuses because this is what you signed up for. What, what am I doing complaining because of this happening? Why you? No, this is what you signed up for. Absolutely. So this is what you signed up for. It is what it is. And if you don't want to do it, if it's too much work for you, stay single and don't date a woman. Just be by yourself and do the Lord's work. And, and that's it. That's it. But man, you got to do it every day. It's discipline. You got to show up every day and you got to show up and show out. You got to show it out and you got to show up. Show up means I'm there and I'm going to show you what I'm about. Is that it? <clears throat> Consistency is key, my friends. That's it. That's all I got on that, BD. Alright. Woo! J.E. Man. Man, that's gonna save some lives, BD. Amen. I hope I hope we help some people here today, especially the fellas listening to the Good Guy Podcast, but also the ladies, because these are the things that you need to be looking that's for. What you need to be looking for. If you're talking about somebody who wants to, you know, who wants to take you out, who wants to Waste your time. <laughs> if they want a piece of your time, hey, you need to be watching for some of these things. Is he is he a leader? Right? And for men, like we said, especially single men, these are the things that you need to be putting into place now. Don't wait till you get married. Oh, it's too late. All right. If you wait till you marry. So you late. be scrambling in. Mm. That's right. <clears throat> but hop in the comments. Let us know what you thought about that message. Let us know what you got from it and some of the things that you're going to put into place, uh, men, fellas, uh, that you're going to put into place so that you can be ready to be a leader. Uh, and ladies, let us know what, what are some of the things that you look for, um, when you're dating somebody in a, um, as far as leadership. All right. Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and keep it moving. We've got a throwback today. Ooh, throw it back. Oh, my bad. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever again tell me to throw it back. 
My apologies. You know my heart, bro. You know that. You know that, that that's not what I meant, bro. <laughs> wow. Ooh. All right, baby. Go ahead. All right. Um. So yeah, only the only the day one of day one. <clears throat> oh yeah. Will remember that we have a segment that we used to call Smash or Pass. We're not talking about the popular social media segment where they talk about would they smash or pass another woman or male. We're the good guys. We hold ourselves to a higher standard. We're talking about food. Would you smash or would you pass? Today's smash or pass is actually going to be so. So we've made some changes in our life. Yeah. All right. Our, our smash or pass used to be like just 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 ridiculously gluttonous foods uh, that that, you know, you just shouldn't eat. I miss them. you just shouldn't eat. Yeah. And we'll still do them occasionally because yeah. I have my cheat days. Today's my cheat day. Smash or pass I'm going cheat to days. Be, yep. There you go. <clears throat> smash or pass cheat days. But not today. Today we're going to be talking about a healthy option. Right. We're trying to switch things up. You know, I'm vegan six days out of the week. So we're going to be talking about would you smash or pass this healthy alternative uh, a to, you know, a, a food option that it's a it's a popular option during the summertime. You know, you get on the grill, you want to throw some hot dogs on the grill. But what if? What if instead of a hot dog, you had a carrot hot dog? This is a popular option uh, right now in the vegan community. Um, (laughs) So I've got I've I've seen some of these on, you know, my Facebook feed. I'm in some on some vegan groups and stuff like that. So carrot hot dogs have been all the rage here lately. (laughs) And basically what you're doing is instead of, you know, the hot dog, you have a carrot. And I'm going to read the description here. These vegan hot dogs are full of flavor and are perfect for the entire family. You know, diabetes, you know, (laughs) you know, it's bad when they start off like that. It's good. It's it's full of flavor and it's good (laughs) for the family. Those two things lets you know off gates. We're overselling this. You place a steamer insert into a saucepan and fill with water to just below the bottom of the steamer, bring water to a boil, add carrots, uh, cover and steam until tender, yet still has a little snap, about 15 minutes. All right. Then you transfer the carrots to a storage container. You whisk soy sauce, water, vinegar, sesame oil, ginger, garlic, and black pepper together in a bowl and you pour over the carrots. You cover container and refrigerate for at least three hours. The longer they marinate, the more intense the flavor. And then you you grill them. You grill them. So it looks like you're steaming the carrots until they get, you know, kind of kind of more of a tender uh, texture. It's not just like a hard, you know, carrot, just crunch type deal. It's more like a hot dog consistency. And then you marinate them in, you know, soy sauce, water, vinegar. So I'm guessing that's supposed to give it kind of the the grilled, you know, flavor. And then you put your regular condiments on there, ketchup, mustard. <laughs> Why are you helping him? Help his cause. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, Jay. <laughs> <clears throat> You're trying real hard. This is me yeah. now, okay? Wow. I have to accept you for who you are now? <laughs> you have to accept my lifestyle now, Josh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Vegan hot dogs, J.E. Hmm. Would you smash or would you pass? This is during the week. It's not on your cheat day. Bruh. So, so it's, so I thought it, I, what I thought originally was that they smushed the carrots, put it in a, put it in the, mix it with the, all the flavors and put it inside the sausage thing. What's that little sausage wrap? Mm, That's what I thought. I didn't know it was an actual carrot that they didn't chop up that you just sit there and boil. I thought it was like they mushed it. They, they made it into like whatever and they put it inside the sausage thing and then they let it sit for a couple of days. And then it was ready to go. I mean, I guess a restaurant could probably do that. I don't think most That's, people at home are going to do that. I would do that. Okay. I don't know about just a carrot with just some seasons on top of it. Well, it's, you know, it's steamed. So it's not like just like a... Like I know crunchy. that, but still it's like, it looks weird. Like, so I like my hot dogs where it's even. Like it's like in every bite, I get the same hot dog. I don't want the carrot to be thin at the end and big at the top. Well, see, they kind of, they do. They they chop oh, it up. Oh, they chop it up. So that's, you know how the middle of the carrot is kind of, Gotcha. You know, so they chop off one end, they chop off the yeah. skinny end. So it does look kind of like, you know, a hot dog. Bruh, hot dogs are one <laughs> of those things that you can't, that you should not touch. Mm. Hot dogs is one of those things, man, because nobody got time on the 4th of July and you bringing a bag of carrots over talking about, can y'all prep this for me? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Nobody got time to be looking. They're going to be looking at you crazy. You bringing carrots over talking about, y'all should try. One thing about vegans, they, they, they're they they're they're extreme evangelists. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bro, like, be real with yourself. I know you're sad that I'm enjoying my life and we both <laughs> are going to die. It's one thing if veganism ensures me to live 200 plus years, then I may consider it. Right. But if we're both going to die, right, at least die full and happy. (laughs) At least die with taste buds that are one with you. Wow. Like these vegans, bro, like you're lying to you. They just say, you know what? This is the life I chose and it's nasty sometimes. Mm. There's just parts of this life I just don't like. Cause right. I'm telling you, if I bite into it, it will it will. Ha- the only time I would eat something like this if it's at a gourmet restaurant, because okay. it, I if I'm gonna bite into it, I don't even. I just want I want to be able to say I didn't even know it was a carrot hot dog. Mm. That's how good it has to be. Because the moment I bite into this and I taste more carrot than I do the seasonings, CBD. I I, I think. Because of hot dog exclusively, because hot dog, since hot dogs, I believe, should not be tampered with, I will pass on this. <clears throat> pass. Hot dogs are, that's disrespectful to the hot dog. Wow. The hot dog is in a class where it, hot dogs are in the category of cheat meal. There's mm. nothing clean about a hot dog. <laughs> nothing. No. Nothing clean not. about a hot dog. So don't try to clean it up. I pass because, bro, like I, I want to. Uh, I was gonna say I want to be naughty with a hot dog. What I'm saying is I want, yeah, <laughs> I want to enjoy a hot dog. A hot dog was never meant to be healthy. Never meant to be healthy. If you have you ever read what's in a hot dog? 
I have. Yeah, is... like the hearts and lungs of animals. Mm-hmm. That's why it's we it's dear to my heart. <laughs> wow. And yeah, it probably will be dear to your heart in your arteries. Mm-hmm. It will be very dear. But and that's near that's to your heart. That's why you should just do hot dogs every quarter. Okay. I'm passing BD. Um, for me, I mean, look, there's some things that I have grown to, you know, come to the point where it's just like certain things I'm just not going to do. Like the thing about veganism and, and vegans, like we, we have a substitute for Stop like saying we bro, right? you are we. 95% vegan. That's right. 80%. And that, <clears throat> nope. 90, uh, six, what's six divided by seven? Whatever that percentage is, is how much I am vegan. Um, so we have substitutes for a lot of different foods. Some foods, J.E., I have just given up on. And that's what my cheat day is for. Some foods I have just de- designated. All right. I'm just going to have to have that on my cheat day because the vegan substitute doesn't work. No. Right? There's some like cheese. Vegan cheese is the most nasty thing I've ever had in my life. Nasty. I've had All right? Yeah. So I'm just not going to. I will not eat cheese during the week. I'll just have it on my cheat day That's what when I, I want cheese, right? <clears throat> so I have a couple of uh, meals like that. Um, I don't think this is necessarily one of them. I think that it might work. I would try it. I'd try it. I don't know if the word, maybe the operative word smash doesn't apply, but I'd cautiously, you know, uh, sample. Because Can we use sample? PD. Sampler pass? <clears throat> Yeah, sample. You sample, sample or pass. I'll, I'll, no, I wouldn't even sample it. <laughs> That's how much I respect the hot dog. That's wow. how much I respect it, man. Because honestly, eating a hot dog is an experience. You got your chili, you got your cheese. Some people do <laughs> chopped onions, right? And your the, chili the, the, the what makes the hot dog is not necessarily the dog. It's the bun. Okay, so we still got the bun. Bruh. You, you you ever bit into a hot dog with the bun and the bun is just right and the hot dog's right too? It makes your eyes roll back, BD. I mean, sometimes you'd be surprised how much the bread and the, the condiments and the toppings can make a sand. Like, now, for example, you right. case in point, last night I had, you know, um, I had a sub sandwich that was really good. Like, I, I made, uh, I got the... Um, I got the sub roll. Okay. I smashed up a bunch of avocados. Okay. Okay, BD. I put, I put some spinach leaves, some tomatoes, some green peppers, some onions, some oregano on there, okay, and sub, some okay, red wine vinegar. Subway B. Red wine, red wine vinegar on there. Okay. That sandwich was delicious. <laughs> Had it with some chips. It was good. So maybe the hot dog. You know, if you get a good good soft hot dog bun yeah. all right you get the carrots you put them in but, there but, and v- but if you vegan you can't have hawaiian rolls milk and eggs okay but you you don't no. have to have the hawaiian ones no no bread there's not a good bread out there that does not have milk and eggs in it come on man stop being a vegan and be honest with yourself <laughs> be real you know good and well that because i've had those uh vegan breads and stuff man that stuff ain't as soft and they be and it says soft i'm like bro we know what soft is there's good breads that don't have milk and eggs 
Well, yeah, I do gluten free breads. They're okay, but I don't even. Yeah, yeah. But eat, but 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 at the end of the day, you can't do chili or cheese on it. You can't do all the only topping you can put vegan wise on your hot dog, carrot wise, is onions. It doesn't have to be vegan anyway. This is just. <laughs> Why you get mad, baby? Why I'm just, no, I'm, it yeah, don't even I'm gotta vegan. be vegan. I'm vegan, but everybody's not vegan. What if you? Maybe some people out there just want to smash a carrot hot dog, and they don't care about vegan. So you can have whatever bun you want. Oh, okay. Oh, All now, right. now you. Now I'll, I'll definitely sample them if I'm able because that sample is everything. Now if that thing good. I mean, by the time you have a good bun. You done, you know, you steam the <clears throat> carrots and they're like nice and soft. And you got those, the, the the soy and all those flavorings in there. And then you put some ketchup, put some mustard, maybe some relish. I don't do all that. See, my hot dog, the perfect hot dog for me, bro. I know. Chili, chili and cheese. cheese. And, and, <laughs> and I do my chili and cheese fries. And I know you had something to say yesterday, bro. <laughs> Talking about uh, chili and cheese fries for kids. Bro, chili and cheese fries not for kids. You're a grown man, Josh. No. Chili and cheese. Nah, chili and cheese, bro. Hey, mom. Can I get some chili and cheese fries? <laughs> bro, now you know good and well, bro. You the one talking about, talking about some tots yesterday, bro. You know you had more tots than I've had in the last two years. I can't remember the last time you I've had have, a You tot, have kids, Josh. so you had tots. What did they eat with their chicken nuggets? Tots, but I don't <laughs> eat the tots. <laughs> you know good and well, Juju. You know you be. I know you walked by their plate and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna grab that tot." I know when the when your wife brought the tots out of the hot oven and put it on the stove. I know you grabbed yourself a tot, bro. Only because it's my responsibility as a parent to take my kids' food and tell them that there's nothing they can do about it. That is just my responsibility. So you, so you, and, and you know what? And I ask first, Je. I say just because I want to test this, the, the the see if my uh, kids have the fear, fruit of the spirit. Fear. You no, know what I mean? You're doing it through no. fear. They give it to you no. because they're afraid. No, I want to see, are they, do they have the, you know, the spirit of sharing, the spirit of giving. So I asked them, hey, uh, Braxton, can I have one of your tots? They immediately say no. Not one single time have they ever said, <clears throat> yes, dad, you can have one no, of my tots. No, that's when I snatch it. No, anytime I... It, and I, exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's right. And no. I promptly take one. No, no, BD. That's where you messed up. Now, let me stop because I'm not a father. Let me let me just rephrase that. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> if you have the nerve to tell me no, you're not eating. Give me a plate. Ooh, give me your give me a plate and all you're going to get, we're going to make you some porridge. We're going to make you some, some, we're going to make you some porridge. Say no to me in my house. Right in the middle. Of, give, give me that hot dog. Nope. Nope. Give me that. Nope. Give him some grits. No butter, no salt. No butter, no salt. Give him some grits. No, nope. <clears throat> I'm petty. I'm petty. I'm, oh man, I feel. Yeah, I need to. I need to work on me. See, 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 fellas. Before you have mm-hmm. kids, work on you. There you go. Because I, 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 if they tell me no, bro, don't be like Josh. Just be like me. Just take a tot. If they won't give you a tot, you take a tot. All right. Give me that. Nah, give me that whole plate, bro. And I don't even like tater tots, but I'm taking your tot. Bro, bro, let's 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 really be honest, bro. The tater tot is actually pretty decent, BD. Mediocre at best. I said decent. I didn't say the great. Of the potato products, it is 
of the least of these, I would say. Fries, potato wedges, hash browns. They're like they're like they're like small hash browns. Huh? Ooh, speaking of hash browns, they need to hurry up and lift this band so Waffle House can open up again. Waffle House not open? <clears throat> nope. Not no Waffle House is open. Damn. Not by me at least. Because you, you because Waffle House is not necessarily um a curb they're not gonna do curbside. Yeah, you can't do curbside. You can't do Waffle curbside House. with Waffle House. I can't trust you outside this establishment. You're right. I'm, I'm gonna roll my <laughs> window down and you see gonna, what yeah, you're doing. In there. I need to see what you're doing in there and, and you bringing it out to me and, and you wanna ride up the street? Nah. Hey man, you got you got you got a lighter? <laughs> I don't got no lighter, bro. Give my goddamn waffles, bro. Give me my waffle. Give me that waffle. See, one thing, the reason why I go inside of a waffle house is because I bring joy with me. Mm. I found out the more joy that I bring, the better my food. Because one thing, I, I want them to always remember that I'm a good guy. Mm. Because I don't, you can't really see behind their back sometimes. That's why, let me give y'all a game about waffle house. You got to sit at an angle. At an angle to where they cook. Mm-hmm. Don't right. sit. Don't sit where they can block you off. Mm-hmm. You got to sit where you able to see the whole, first off, see the exit, and right. you're able to see everything they're doing. That's right. So they know that you're holding them accountable. Mm. All right. Yeah, had nothing to do with this, but I, 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 I just miss Waffle House, man. I really do. I do too. How am I supposed we to? How am I supposed to cheat in during the quarantine, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, are you smashing the well, pass? Or are you sampling? Okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if the I don't know if the word smash can be used because smash is just I'm just just you know I don't know if it's going down like that. I will cautiously sample um, the vegan or the carrot hot dog. And we'll see where it goes. But I, I will try. I'll try it. I'll try it. You going to try to make it? <laughs> that's another thing. Now, if, if there's like a vegan restaurant yeah. or like a vegan food truck that's doing it, I would definitely do that because it's probably going to be good if they do it. If I do it, it might man, be god awful. One thing about healthy stuff, man, like these alternatives, there it takes more science than it is actually making regular food. Like, if you do it wrong, it's wrong, wrong. Yeah. You can kind of fix up some other stuff. Right. But you, you, that's all you got. Them carrots. <laughs> that's all you got. Yeah. A hot dog, you can't, You almost can't mess that you up. You throw it on the grill. Dog. And when you see some grill marks, you take it off, man. You can't mess up a hot dog, but you can mess up a carrot dog. A carrot dog. If you don't do that thing right, if you don't boil it enough, and you bite into that thing expecting a hot dog consistency, and it is a carrot and, consistency, and, you're not gonna, and you break your <laughs> teeth, and you're not going to know it's consistent until you bite in it, you won't know. <sighs> wow. I need see veganism foods. You don't know how good it is till you taste it. I can look at a burger and know it's good or not good. Just looking, at, I'm talking about looking at it as it's being cooked. Oh, that's being cooked good. Like when you cooking it, oh, that's yeah, that's good, that's done. But a carrot dog, you don't know if it's done. Mm. This is true. Hop in the comments and let us know whether or not you would smash or pass a carrot dog. All right. Wow. Yeah, y'all are really trying y'all best out here. We are to die later. <laughs> 
I hate talking to you about it because you be making me <clears throat> just want to quit. <laughs> like, it's I, not, I don't want you to quit, bro. As, 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 hear my heart. <laughs> hear my heart. I don't want this. you to quit. <laughs> I just want you to be reasonable. So it's not, I'm not sitting there saying be, eat unhealthy, eat unhealthy uh, foods. I'm just saying, bro, how long can you really keep this up? <laughs> it's like, it's like you, oh, so, so do you, so if it's five days a week, I understand. But you go in six days? Six days. It's hard to be committed with Saturday and Sunday. Like Saturday and Sunday are two days that's like Monday through Friday. You're able to do. I can do it. I eat, I mean I really eat healthy Monday through Friday. But I don't. I don't have cheat. I don't have cheat days where every meal on that day is bad. I just know if I want this, I get that this time. But that's pretty much what I do. But Saturday is my day for that. What about Sundays, BD? Sundays, I don't know. It's not that hard for me. Sundays. No. Now, now, if I lived back in North Carolina, I think oh, it would probably be harder. Oh, that's you yeah, okay. Now, I understand. I read in between the lines. That's all I need to know. Yeah. 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 Out here, you know, ain't no family coming through. Ain't no. So. Yeah. So it's difficult. Just, it's difficult for me because we're always over there, and my wife is cooking. Un, you know. So it's like. There's no way you can escape Sunday after church meals, after uh, live stream meals. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. I think that's all we've got. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I said, hop in the comments. Let us know if you're smashing or passing the carrot hot dogs. Or sampling. Or sampling. Maybe you're just going to sample it. Um, and let us know, like we said, if you got anything from uh, the primary topic today about leadership, men and leadership. Let us know what you got from that. All right. Um, JE, you got anything else? Any nuggets or Bruh, anything? We gave, we gave them 50 piece nuggets today. A 50 piece nugget. Limited edition. Limited edition. All right. Well, that's all we've got. And like we always say, if you haven't hit the subscribe button, hit that subscribe button, smash that like button, and help us grow here on the Good Guys Podcast. Other than that, all right. I am Brandon Dixon, a happily married man, the father of four. He is Joshua Ezzy, Slim Rev, the Reverend. We're the Good Guys Podcast. We are out. And we're only good because he's good. Peace.